Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. All right. Apologies for my voice, um, but it's just the way that I'm built. They, my vocal cords are built for comfort, not speed, uh, and not volume over large crowds. So now what we're doing is low energy crick, low tenor of the voice crick. I am only halfway through my summer league stay. I have no idea how I'm going to make it. Pray for me. Uh, summer league is well underway. I am here to report live about it and to spill all the tea from the ground. Uh, first of all, I've got to say, um, this particular summer league is not like any of the other that I've been to, and I've been coming since mm, since 2012, Damian Lillard's first year. I don't know why I chose him. It was just you know just a coincidence. Um, yeah, and at that point, you could hear the players talking shit because the gym was empty and there were no fans. But now, obviously, it's very different. So, like everyone else, I am going to give you my top line thoughts. Uh, on the top six picks in the draft, along with some summer league sleepers uh, that are balling out as well. We've got plenty of time to dig in deeper on what we saw uh, and what we did, but for now, let's give our first reaction. Summer league. Summer league is uh, an event this year, and the bell of the ball, uh, the one that everyone wants to see, everyone wants to talk about, everyone wants to evaluate, is uh, Victor Wambanyama. I don't, I don't know why everybody is roasting me about how I say his last name. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's him. It's like him and Masai Ujiri. Like, why is that wrong? I don't know. Can someone get into my DMs and tell me how exactly? It's like, it's like I'm speaking Farsi and I'm not quite fluent in it or like Chinese. And like I'm just doing something like very slightly wrong in how I'm pronouncing a word. But somehow, according to everyone, it's like so hilarious how I say Victor Wampayama. Uh, okay. I, I don't know why that's funny. That's not funny. Uh, anyway, bonjour. Uh, opening night was a wild scene uh, capped off by a very trash performance by Wemby in front of a sellout crowd. And that was really not me being 
shady about him. I, I like Wemby. I think he's going to be really good. After the Victor himself was like, I don't even know what I was doing out there. He was two for 13 from the field. He had very bad shot selection. He did play really great defense. He had five blocks. Um, but everyone, you know, the hot take started to come. The pendulum started to swing. And predictably, because Wemby is him, after one fucking game, uh, he just went off. There was a ton of like, our Victor is Victor Wembyama. Uh, a bust uh, there was like those videos those first take shows coming out and it's one thing to say like oh yeah you know he's gonna take a while to develop and it's another thing to be like yeah I knew Victor Wambayama sucked <laughs> after a game in summer league like it's fine to say he sucks but don't don't use summer league as the reason actually it's not fine to say he sucks but but don't if you're gonna do it don't do it after one summer league game that's just insane. Here's here's what we're not going to do. Uh, we are not going to judge Wemby based on one bad game in the middle of July in the Thomas and Mac gym. Like that's that's not what's going on. On the heels of his security team slapping the shit out of a Britney Spears to the point where she had to press charges. Do you think Victor Wambayama, his head was in the right spot after that? No, no, he's probably thinking like, God damn it, I'm here in America for two fucking weeks. My security team doesn't know who Britney Spears is. I don't know who Britney Spears is. How do they not know? That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to protect me. Mm. Water break. And guess what? Victor followed his bad game up with 27-12 and 12 against my Blazers. The Spurs still lost, but it was tight down the stretch. And when the game got close, Victor wanted the ball in his hand and he was affecting the game on both sides of the floor, altering and blocking short shots in every quarter. Maybe he's not a player who's going to average 25 and 10 in his first year, but that's fucking okay. Let's be honest, that's okay. And from the looks of things, he's got really an incredible work ethic he even got the invite to Ruben's white party, and he declined it. Uh, he said it was so that he could get into some deep summer league prep. But let's be honest. You think Victor Wambayama can find an all-white outfit at 7-4? Let's be honest. I don't know about that. Anyway, the Spurs, after two games, are shutting him down for the rest of summer league. And since he was skipping the Basketball World Cup, we won't see him again until like probably the preseason. We'll get some. We'll get some like videos on Twitter during training camp about how he's gained 19 pounds of of muscle in the last two months. I'm sure. Uh, was Victor worth the hype? I would say yes. Um, he's not some as he's not like as some people think uh, that he's a bust. He's also not an All Pro yet, but he will be someone that we're keeping our eye on probably for all of this year and many years after. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports 
center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's move forward on Brandon Miller. Um, yeah, Brandon is uh, the Charlotte Hornets are really, really dumb. I'm just gonna say that right now. They are idiots. I get it. You don't want to take another guard with Lamelo Ball, but Brandon Miller. And we're not judging people off their summer league performances, right? We're not doing that. But he has had a strange, strange summer league. He looked downright awful at the California Classic. I think he had 15 fouls in two games. Uh, played okay against Victor in the Friday game. He had 16 points. And then he was atrocious um, the next game. Four for 17. He was 0 for 7 from three. I thought Brandon Miller could shoot. I thought that was like his, uh, I thought that was his thing. Like I thought that was the reason that we drafted him. Uh, 0 for 7 from three. Um, Kenny Lofton can do that. Uh, he had zero points three turnovers, and six fouls in the first half alone. Yikes. So everything that we talked about coming into the draft process in terms of his development and where he was going to struggle turns out to be true. We now have four games, four summer games, to see what he is. And I tell you, it's going to be an up-and-down process for him. Up-and-down process specifically for this year. Uh, maybe an up-and-down thing for his career. When Brandon Miller is on, he fills it up. He plays really good defense. He really finds ways to affect the game on both sides of the court. Um, but what we also know is that Brandon Miller has trouble creating his own shot. He's got hips that are like a Ken doll. They don't move. And he fouls way too much on the other side of the ball. Because why? Because his hips don't move. Like Shakira says, hips don't lie. He has spotty shooting form that seems to break down when he gets nervous or he gets tired or he presses. He has really beautiful shot when he's healthy and calm and uh, in the first quarter. But I tell you what, um, it's the fourth quarter that matters. And we'll see. The thing for me is that the more that Brandon Miller struggles and the more that Scoot Henderson shines, the more pressure will be put on Brandon Miller to live up to the pick. Will he be able to handle the inevitable? I mean, they booed him on draft night in Charlotte. They did. Like the, the mascot booed Brandon Miller. The mascot. Imagine what happens when he goes 0 for 7 in an actual game from 3. And they lose. I, I know LaMelo is going to get him the ball in his spots and it's going to make the game a lot easier for him. But um, what is he going to do when the entire arena, the, the like 7,000 of them that go to the games, um, what, what happens? Like where, where is his mindset at? What happens when he shoots 12% from the field and he has fouls out in the end of the third quarter? All of that remains to be seen, how he handles that. Will he be okay? I mean, yes, I guess. I think largely because he can shoot. He has, like I said, a beautiful shot. Even though he's streaky, I think he's going to be okay. But I will admit, it's not like he's the second coming of Paul George. The one thing that gives me pause, the one thing that makes me nervous about how wrong I'm going to be, is that Jerry West loves him. Loves him. But 
to be fair, John, Jerry West also liked Josh Primo. And where's Josh Primo now? So he's out the league, baby. So even the GOAT can be right wrong sometimes.